For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Here's your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. Joining me once again, my good buddy, Third Coast Tom. How's it going, bud? Not great, sir. Not great. Not great at all. Uh, Astros didn't get it done tonight. No, they didn't. You can't win them all, but you know, I'm I'm relieving a little bit of my pain by watching Oklahoma destroy Texas in softball. But it, it I mean, you know, the Astros are so far ahead in the AL West. But it's I, I don't like losing. I don't like losing. I was listening to the radio broadcast a little bit while I was in the gym to Blossom's team because uh, it was getting out of hand. And uh, they made a point that uh, the positioning amongst division leaders is going to matter this year more than ever because you're going to have to play in that wild card game. The best, the best division record or the the best record in the American League is going to get a buy. Isn't the first two guys going to get a buy? Okay, maybe it's that, but still, you need to have one of them. Yeah, you got to finish top two. You got to finish top two. So here's some things that I didn't know. We have that segment, Now You Know, but I didn't know that the Mariners had won. Either this is five in a row or they had already won five in a row. I thought they were horrible. I didn't know they were winning all these games. They're coming back. And here's some news. Everybody knows by our tone that we lost the series. And if you watched watched the broadcast, how surprised were you? that Seattle hasn't won a series in Houston since 2018. I mean, it's weird to hear it like out loud, but I, I couldn't remember them losing to, to uh, the Mariners in Houston. We've, uh, we've enjoyed that series quite a bit over the last couple of years. They showed something, I think it was yesterday, about uh, teams' home winning percentage against certain opponents and the Astros versus Mariners was number three, and the Astros versus Texas was number one. So the Astros are dominating two teams. They're in the top five of that. That's pretty cool. All right, let's get to this. So it, it did say this, too. I mean, we struggled with Seattle, so I, I, you can't be too surprised. Um, they took two out of three over there two times, and we you're going to do the math for me. Two out of three over there. <laughs> So that's one and that's two and four. Uh-huh. Then we swept them. That's five and four. So it's six and six. I think that's what they said. That works out. I think they said it was six and five. But either way, yeah, it's it's really. I, neck I'm going and neck. with six and six. I'll, I'll take. It. All right. So let's get them some news before we talk about these games that didn't go our way. Uh, Parker Mashinsky, he's out. 15 day injured list. And uh, joining, we, we called him up because our lefty got hurt. Now we don't have a lefty. But they called up Brandon Belak, who got some action today. And uh, 
I want to get your opinion on this, buddy. The Angels fired Joe Madden. The Phillies fired Joe Girardi. What was your thoughts when you heard those? Tough, tough day to be a manager named Joe in the uh, major in the major leagues. Uh, I mean, I thought the Girardi one was a little weird. I know they started out really well, and then they just kind of fell off the table. The Madden thing, I mean, you lose 13 in a row. I could totally see that. But these are two, like, household names, like big-time managers. It wasn't like, you know, somebody just getting started. You know, they've got World Series appearances, you know, a lot of postseason experience. So it was a little shocking to see it happen this early in the season. I saw an interview with Dusty, and I, I wrote down his quote. He said, it's getting less and less forgiving. Everyone can't win all the time the whole year, and every team goes through streaks. So I guess what he's saying is, yeah, you know, they may have went 15 and 36, but they could turn that around and go 36 and 15. But they just, they don't give you enough, they don't give you a chance now. I mean, win now, or we're going to get rid of you. Now, the other thing, too, you got to think about is, you know, Joe Madden's a little bit older. Girardi's a little bit older. You're starting to see a lot of the younger uh, uh, head coaching prospects kind of come up. You know, if you look at like AJ, who's a little a little younger, Cash, Scott Service. I mean, a lot of catchers, but, you know, the, the, the older guys are kind of getting phased out a little bit. All right. So other news. Vote now. Phase one of the all-star voting started. Let's get the Astros in. It starts 6-8 and ends on 6-30. The finals are July 5 through the 8. I guess it's going to be like last time. Everybody votes, and then they, I think they pull out the top three, and you vote again. So vote your Astros in. Yeah, they really need to be there. Uh, at least I hope they go this time. I know last time they famously you know, decided not to go, but uh, they're they're the second best team in the American League. You know, what, the third best record overall so Stros need to be at the all-star game yeah i wasn't a fan of them pulling out last year but i guess they had their reasons how many all-stars you think we're gonna have Altuve should get in Jordan should get in and justin verlander and maybe someone in the bullpen maybe four I don't, what do you say what do you say how many if if it's me i think it's three and potentially tuck would be four if 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 I got to pick guys, you Ooh. know. So over under is three and a half. Let's do that. Sounds good. All right. So we also got some news here, folks. I told you we were going to get an epic guest. Did I say epic? I don't know if I said epic. Episode 600 coming up on Friday. So here's who I got. It's not the hugest name ever, but this guy, when he was on the podcast, the most listens of any episode ever since 2018 so i figure let's bring him back he's very interesting jimmy price from astros future episode 600 and he just recently if if you follow him on twitter he just recently went to all the four minor league teams for the astros and i i just love to hear what he has to say about that he's awesome uh, i follow him on twitter closely his work is is well documented. I mean, if you want anything and everything to do with the minor league system with the Astros, he's the source. So I think it's great. I think it's a great pick. Yeah, yeah, he's an, he's an awesome dude. I got to meet him over there in Corpus. But anyway, 
Let's do that. I'm going to meet you too, buddy. I'm going to get us some tickets <laughs> and we're going to meet me, you, Stadium, Steffi, and the wife. We're going to get it. We're going to do it. I was going to say we're going to get it on, but I, I, I just stopped <laughs> myself. But I had to tell you what I was thinking. All right. Monday, Christian Javier. Let's get into it. Crawford started it out and uh, one to zero in the first inning, but Altuve, buddy, lead off home run, his 11th homer of the year, 27 leadoff home runs in his career how amazing is Altuve I mean it never gets old you know you you love it it's one of those things you you kind of look for it now he's been he's been so good for so long at doing it you know whether it's jumping on the first pitch or just starting the game off with some electricity like that so it's definitely something they needed coming home unfortunately Seattle had a three run homer in the second inning to go up four to one but the Astros battled back Tucker solo home run Tenth home run of the season, four to two. Chaz had his sixth home run, four to three. And then Altuve, RBI single, brought in Maldonado, and we were tied. Top of the fourth, Seattle got an RBI single to take the lead. And then you got to remember, folks, on the last episode, Sunday, we had some drama, some late inning drama, and it happened again, buddy. Neris. Well, first he gave up a two-run homer, and we were down seven to four. And then he threw two pitches inside. He gets ejected. Benches clear. What are your thoughts? Well, before that, he hits. Uh, was it was it Ty France? I think, and then that set up the two-run homer to uh, Rodriguez. But I, I didn't like it. I you know I understand it. I understand the team's frustration. I can appreciate how he would go to defense for his guys because I believe Tucker got one in the ribs-ish area, you know, it was like way off the plate or something like that. So, you know, there's a lot of that tension going on. Uh, I think there's some bad blood between the Mariners, obviously, you know, we're division rivals, but man, I felt like it's like you're, you're, you're picking at the little brother. You know what I mean? Like the Astros have been dominating this team for so long. I don't think you need to really mess with them. I really didn't think he needed to prove anything to them. And they got the last laugh because the, the rookie came up and hit the two run homer that kind of sealed the game. So the last time we were talking about did Kansas City hit Jordan on purpose to keep him from getting the cycle, we disagreed on that. But, I, you know, because my reason was there's no bad blood, but there's definitely, definitely some tension between these two. And it, I think it's just going to get worse next time they face each other. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, you look at the the – Every time we go on the road or the Astros go on the road, you know, they get it from the fans and they, you know, they get it from other players on other teams. I think the next time they end up in Seattle, it's just going to be absolutely ugly. All right. So Naris got a four game suspension and he is uh, appealing it. So I don't know what's going on there. And Dusty Tuesday, he was out. He, he got suspended for a game. I don't know why. I guess it's because our guy got thrown out. I believe some guys on the other side got fined. It was all the coaches this time. That's what was crazy. Uh, but a good day for Altuve, buddy. Three for five, two RBIs. Brantley also had three hits. Tucker had three hits. Three of our guys had three hits. But Christian Javier, three and two-thirds inning, six hits and five runs. But his ERA is still 322. That's how good he was doing. At the beginning of the year, Seth Martinez, an inning and a third, no hits and three strikeouts. Mashinsky, Stanek, Maton, uh, great job 
by the bullpen, minus Hector Neris, but I have no hate for him. He's been solid all year. I agree. He, uh, he's been the guy that every time that they needed a pitcher to go out there and kind of, you know, solidify things or close it down or have a clean inning, it's been Hector Neris. It's been, he's been Dusty's favorite weapon out of the pen. So I got no issues there. The one thing I will say, I believe in that game, Altuve got thrown out when he hit that RBI single to score Maldonado. They had a big inning kind of brewing, and he got threw out at home. It was a really, really bad play. Like, it wasn't even close. And I feel like they could have potentially, you know, separated themselves, put some distance, had a big inning, had they not tried to force it too much. So I don't know what Gary Pettis is thinking there, but it wasn't good. Yeah, he was out by a mile. Yeah, that that was the uh, the Space City uniform day. That's true. More on that later. Uh, but Tuesday, how awesome is it, buddy, Justin Verlander? How awesome is it to have this dude on the team? He's in like another another atmosphere. You know, he's just like got that Jordan S thing. He pitched absolutely amazing. Twelve strikeouts. Had every pitch working. I mean, it's fun to watch. You just kind of sit back and, you know, just enjoy every minute because you don't know if that's, you know, you don't know how much more you're going to get, but he was so dominant. Yeah. Seattle had the lead early, one to zero in the fourth, but the Astros answered back with a Tucker RBI single and a Pena RBI single, two to one. And then uh, bottom of the eighth, a big shot by Jordan, and then a little bit of comedy, four to one Astros. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there wasn't sure if the, the ball got out, you know, you got Jordan kind of stopping. You had Yuli on base. He's kind of, or not Yuli, I'm sorry, Brantley on base. He's kind of stopping. And then when, when they finally get it to be a homer, then Jordan's over there. Like he's picked up his trot, but Brantley didn't. He's like telling him to go. They're like, you know, chasing each other around the bases pretty much. Yeah, that was funny. I, I enjoyed the, uh, Personality. You got to see some personality from Alvarez and Brantley. Brantley, you hardly ever really see any emotion from him, but a good day. Uh, that was challenged. They tried to challenge fan interference, but not even close. Pena, two for four. Alvarez had one hit, but it was a two-run homer. Tucker had an RBI. And like you said, Verlander, seven innings, six hits, and only one run, and 12 huge strikeouts. We did have a little trouble there. We did have a scary moment when Montero went in there. Yeah, they started, you know, couldn't find the strike zone. Just started just started putting on people on base, you know, for no real good reason. I feel like with as good as the defenses, they should try to command the zone a little bit better. But nonetheless, they got out of it. It's just ugh, stress you don't need. Yeah, he loaded the bases with one out. And we got that double play. So lucky. Or so fortunate, maybe not lucky, but fortunate for that to happen. And then Presley shut him down. But close call in the eighth, but we win. We preserve. That would have really sucked to ruin (laughs) Verlander's outing. I'm telling you, it would have been really bad. But overall, great game. I mean, four to one, a 12 strikeout, seven inning uh, outing by your starter. You got to love it. Absolutely. I worry a little bit about Montero, you know, but – the, the one thing I'll say is Presley looks so good. A lot of his pitches look really crisp. He was throwing with purpose, you know, attacking the zone, attacking the hitters. So, you know, got to love that going forward. All right, let's talk about today's game. And I don't know if you saw this stat, but 
Arcady has pitched against Seattle three games, and he has allowed 17 runs. All of the other starts combined, 16 runs. That's, that's nuts. That, that's really crazy. That's, that's definitely something, you know, you, you, you can't look away from that. That, that. That's kind of big. It's crazy that, I mean, you would think each time they face him, it would be worse because they keep getting to see him, but not a good game, buddy. Uh, Alvarez, we scored first up one to nothing. Crawford tied it up in the third. Uh, and then Alvarez had an RBI double. We took the lead two to one. Tucker, RBI single. We're up three to one and looking good, but top of the fourth, a couple of home runs. Seattle takes the lead. They get a sack fly in, uh, in the fifth. Winkler had an RBI in the eighth, and we, we just couldn't score. I mean, once we were up three to one, we, so we went six scoreless innings. We, we just couldn't score. The offense just disappeared. So something about that, you know, we talked about the Monday game where they ran into an out, you know, that kind of, you know, maybe stopped the beginning. The third inning of tonight's game, exact same thing. Two Vays on second, sharp single hit. They send him. He's out by a mile. And it, and it turns out, you know, they still score two runs that inning, but it went from you know, second and third with one out and then Alvarez coming up, which why you would even bother with one of the hottest pit hitters in all of baseball at the plate going, you know what, we're going to challenge this outfielders if he's at he's on third with less than, you know, less than two outs. So terrible base running cost him an out cost him probably at least at least the one run that Altuve would have scored probably another one because that inning kept going and they had more base runners they had more traffic. Yeah. So you 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 potentially knock out their starting pitcher who ended up going, what, seven innings, I think, through 100 pitches or six innings. I'm sorry. He went six innings, 100 pitches, where no way he makes that if he's still throwing pitches in the third inning. So it just would have flipped the game over. Yeah, we the two games we lost, we lost by three runs. And both times we had an Altuve being sent or he or he did it on his own, but two times thrown out at home, kind of rally killer type situation, maybe some runs taken off the board, but who knows what would have happened. You never know. We could have won that. Urquidy, four and a third, seven hits, five runs, only four earned. Uh, Belak came back. That, that was – I'm impressed by that, to come back and, and take three innings for us. That, that was a good job. Yeah, I definitely needed him. Uh, it was going to be a long bullpen, you know, task the way uh Urquidy was pitching so for him to come in Seth Martinez your guy absolutely great again <laughs> uh he's he's becoming more and more dependable every time I see him yep Seth Martinez an inning and two-third one hit and one walk and no runs Jordan Alvarez three for four with two RBIs we lose the series two to one coming up next Miami see my we hit Miami this I would love to just get a hotel room Friday and Saturday and go to all three of these games and watch Luis Garcia at least Saturday and Sunday for sure, right? Framber and JV on the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. What what a weekend that's going to be. I'm hoping they uh you know win that series and then you know we get back to the winning ways that kind of deal. The the rotation sets up really good. Miami. Uh, they can be pesky, but I think they should They should be you know, a team that we should be able to take advantage of. All right, we got five fair fouls, but before that, I don't know if you have them prepared. Do you have a pitcher of the series? 
<laughs> Justin Verlander, Justin Verlander, and Justin Verlander. All right, buddy. It's been so long that he's deserved some recognition. Seth Martinez is my pitcher of the series. Definitely a good pick. Definitely an good inning pick. and a third, three strikeouts on Monday. Today, he inherits Belak's runner, gets the bases loaded, and gets out of it. Seth, the magician. Martinez, and you saw that they mentioned that another guy lost his zeros. I, I think they were anticipating that he was going to, and he didn't. Great job getting out of there. Seth Martinez, my pitcher of the series. Offensive guy, who do you have? It's, it's short on Alvarez. I mean, the guy's just an RBI machine, a home run machine, you know. It's Jordan Alvarez. I'm going to give it to Tucker, buddy. He went five for 10 with two walks. He's heating up. Uh, I think today they batted Tucker behind Jordan, protecting him like we talked about. And I mean, you see, you see the production. It's just, it's so hard to deal with both of them. They're both really disciplined hitters. Love it, buddy. I love it. All right. You ready to do some fair foul? Let's do it. All right. Number one, I just saw this. Uh, I've been seeing it advertised every day, I guess, from fanatics, but they released the Father's Day hat. And I have the Mother's Day hat. I ha- Yes, I have a gray and pink hat. So let's say this, the Father's Day hat, Farafal is better than the Mother's Day hat. Which one do you think is nicer? So we got to make it a fair foul. So we'll just say <laughs> it like that. The Father's Day is better than the Mother's Day. For me, it's fair. I, I'm not a pink wearer. Uh, I don't knock anybody that does it. It's just not my thing. Look at so my I'm, picture. I'm, I'm always going to, yeah, yeah, that's all you. <laughs> I'm always going to wear the blue over the pink. Yeah. You know what? I, I do like the blue. But I like the light gray of the of the Mother's Day. So I'm going to say foul. I like the Mother's Day hat better. Pink and all. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Let's stick with Father's Day. Because I was deciding if I was going to go this weekend or next weekend. And I'm glad I chose this weekend, even though I'm not going after all. But they moved the Father's Day game to the evening. And it's going to be on ESPN. So fair or foul. Father's Day game at night, or or, or the or the fact that it got moved. Well, the fact that it got moved is kind of foul. I mean, especially for like somebody that was making plans. But I mean, for me, if I'm if I'm at the house or at you know at a pub, you know, watching the game, I think it's fair because it's you know prime time. It's a chance for the national media to kind of, even though they don't necessarily do us the the justice we deserve, it's a, it's a chance to be out in front of them. So fair for me. I actually hate it when, when they play. I almost said Oklahoma. I hate it when they <laughs> play. on I'm, As I'm doing the podcast, the softball game is 14 to 1. It's on right here to the side. I got distracted. But uh, what was I saying? Father's Day game. You hate I, it. Guess, I guess like you were saying, if okay, if I'm planning on going and they, and they change it, that just screws up my plans. Especially if you're planning on going down there and coming back, because you can't drive over there where I live and come back in one day. It's, if the game's at seven, you'll be driving till four in the morning. And uh, I, I'd say overall foul both ways. I mean, I hate ESPN games, and I want to watch. I want to watch the game on our channel. 
But, you know, being at night and ho- sitting at home in the evening, you know, that's pretty cool. But I say foul. I only hate ESPN games when they lose because then because then it gives ESPN a chance to dump on them. I love <laughs> ESPN games when they're winning because then they're they're awkward. I feel like they're uncomfortable talking about the Strohs in a positive light. All right. Number three, the Astros need to trade for a starter at the deadline. I think it's fair. I I didn't know. I feel like they're going to be active. They always are. I don't know that I can trust Urquidy. I don't know that I can trust CJ. They they flashed, really flashed, but you don't know if you can trust Odo. So when you start thinking about it, the, the guys you can trust when you need to win a postseason series are Framber, JV, and Lance, presuming he comes back. I'd rather have four of those options instead of three. Yeah, if Lance McGullers Jr. comes back, I'm almost leaning towards foul. But uh, Arkady definitely isn't going to be in the rotation the way he's going. And I didn't think about Christian Javier either. But but if you look at it, you got JV, Lance McCullers, Luis Garcia, Framber. Did I say Framber already? No. JV, Framber, Lance McCullers. And Luis Garcia, you're good. And Odorizzi, yeah, I say Val. I don't think they're going to do it. I can see. It. I mean, I'm I'm not actively pushing for it. I just, when I think about it, if they're going to make a move, I hope it's that. And I, is the question? I forgot what I said. Are they? Will they trade or should they? Should they? Should they? Ooh, <laughs> depends on what they get. Yeah, I mean, if they can get a another JV type guy, yeah. I was looking at some of the potential names. I mean, you've got all the Oakland guys, Montas, uh, Manaya. You got Luis Castillo. You Darvis, Blake Snell could be out there. I mean, th- there's definitely premium pitchers that could potentially be available. And again, depends on, depends on what they want for it. That too. All right. Number four. This was something very cool. And uh, what, what was crazy is. We, we talked about it on the last episode, and then they, they put Tucker and Alvarez in the lineup back-to-back, and Blummer called them Damage Incorporated. Fair <laughs> foul, <laughs> Tucker and Alvarez, Damage Incorporated. Is that a cool name for them guys? Love it. Absolutely fair. I think it's great. I, I, they do damage, and I, I love it. I think it's an awesome name. I wish I had a T-shirt maker. I wish I could go in the room and print me out a shirt. I would wear one. I love it. Fair. Totally fair. No, knowing the uh, the Apollo guys or Ram or Breaking Tea, if, if Blubber pushes hard enough, we might see that shirt. Yeah. I don't think Ram's going to do it. He said he because they were they were telling him on Twitter to do it. And he said he was busy. All Oof. right, buddy. Number five. So this was actually a poll because. And I'll speak for me and my wife on this one. When you watch the, uh, like, this is like a, a loaded question here. <laughs> okay, so so Space City uniforms, the City Connect. The first couple of times we watched it, me and my wife are looking, and it's it's hard to watch. It's hard. It's it's hard to see in a way with all that blue. And then someone mentioned that. It looks that everybody should wear their the high pants so you can see the socks. So what I what I said on Twitter, and this we'll just start with this question. 
is when the Astros wear the City Connect, they should just wear white pants. Fair or foul? You go with the white or stay with the blue? I think it's foul. I, I would, I would, if, if they're going to change the color, it would be something other than white for me. I think the contrast is just too hard, but uh, I, I like the blue. I think it's different. I think it's something that, you know, we have that nobody else has kind of like uh, the white socks where they've got the South Sider ones where it's all black. So I, I kind of like the, the, the top and the bottom being the same. Did we mention the Colorado ones on the podcast yet? We have not, but oh, those we, are we fair. I just can't think of what brand of snuff that looks like. Is it Skull? It looks like a, it looks like a snuff can. If you if you ask me, looks like Coors Light to me. It could be that too. Could but green, too. I don't know why it's green. <laughs> I, I have no idea. All right, so like I said, loaded question on the on these. So what do you think? I, people said it looks better that everybody should wear it with the socks, but like I think it looks better when the pants are down. Because I think, I mean, get mad, folks, if you have to, but Chaz McCormick <laughs> looks ridiculous. Because he, I, think, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I think which would what would be interesting. I don't know what it would look like. I'd have to see it. But maybe the tequila sunrise pants, like an orange type or yellow type. You know what I mean? That way you're <laughs> not after the socks. You just got the pants instead. Maybe that'd be the difference. Yeah. I mean, I would think the sock look would be better because it breaks up all the blue, but I'm more, I, I mean, looking at watching the game and looking at the players, I'm more of a fan of just wear your pants low, not your pants low where your underwear hangs out, but at, at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. And that, you know, speaking of that, I don't get that at all. I agree. We don't got to talk about it anymore, but anyway, <laughs> Seth Martinez, my pitcher of the series, you had JV. That was an easy pick. And then we shared, we, we split, we had two splits. We get to honor four guys who well deserve it. I was, I'm telling you, I was actually going to pick Alvarez till, till Tucker's last at bat when they said he was five for nine in the series. I love what Tuck's doing. I think, I think this is the time right now, you know, he's starting to turn it on. I just, I mean, how do you overlook what, you know, Jordan's been doing too. All right, buddy. Bonus fair or foul. Kyle Tucker will never bat without batting gloves again. Oh no, that's foul. I think he goes back. I don't what? know when. I, I I don't know when, but he, he he'll go he'll go back to the the barehanded at some point. I, I don't. Why? Why would he do that? I think he prefers it. I mean, he went like what two years with no gloves. You know. I mean, how do you even do that? I don't know. I, I just hit at the cages, hitting 40 mile an hour balls off, out of a machine, and my hands are killing me. I don't get it. I mean, unless unless he just goes on some unbelievable tear, I think, you know, once he levels off a little bit, I bet you we see no gloves tucked back. All right. Do you have a final thought? We didn't have a now you know, but we have a fi- you have a final thought that you like to share. Yeah, I need I need the Astros to uh, take some of this stuff seriously. I feel like. The last, the last series in, in a microcosm or whatever, I feel like it's just been sloppy, you know, from the managing, from the, from the, the Gary Pettis thing, you know, Dusty, you know, getting out there, getting thrown out, ejected, whatever. And then I, I don't love that he sits Pena. Like, I, I get it. You want to give guys breaks, but he's 24 or whatever. Like, like, I don't think he needs a break right now. Like, 
I, and then he brought him in the day, like cold to face, you know, Castillo, who's never seen or whatever. It just, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm selfish. I want him to win every game. And I don't know if they're managing that way right now. My final thought is this. I was at work yesterday and my wife tells me there's something beeping in the garage and I'm on the phone and I'm telling her, I can't hear it. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm on the phone. I don't know where it's coming from. So I got home that day and it it wasn't beeping anymore. Today I got home and it was beeping. And no matter where I went, the beep was coming from the opposite direction. I come over here. It's coming from my left. I go to the left. It comes from the right. Where in the hell is this beeping (laughs) coming from? I'm Googling three beeps on my, on my garage door opener. I, I, I don't know where it's coming from. And then the other day, I, I, for, I didn't even realize this, but we got a new smoke alarm and that's what it was beeping. The old one is beeping in the trash can. That's what it is. <laughs> but anyway, we're running out of time, folks. For Tom, I'm your host, Rob Fontenot. Thanks for tuning in and tune in Friday, episode 600 with Astros future Jimmy Price. We'll see you next time, folks. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.